powerfully getting your message across when you've got limited time or space can be a real challenge, especially when you're repurposing a long piece of content into a short one. But there are ways to get around certain content platform limitations. Stay tuned because in this episode, I'm talking all about repurposing content into Twitter threads and how to do it properly. Welcome to the Content 10X Podcast, the show where content creators learn how to harness the power of content repurposing. And now, your host, Amy Woods. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Content 10X Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Woods. I'm the founder of Content 10X and I'm really pleased that you're joining me today as I share my content repurposing thoughts related to Twitter threads. Now, let me ask you a question. Is it possible to tell a good story in less than 280 characters? Definitely. But is it always appropriate for your message or the best way to get your message across? No, it's not always the case. When you're repurposing your content into new formats or for new platforms, you're going to come up against different challenges. Each platform has its own requirements and individual nuances that mean it's almost impossible to copy and paste your content across each one without making some tweaks. And even then, without platform-specific edits, it's very unlikely that your content will perform the best it possibly could. In fact, if you've been following me for a while, if you've seen me speak at an event or heard me interviewed on someone else's podcast or live stream or whatever, you've probably heard me say many times that content repurposing is not and never ever should be copy and paste. Now I class that as one of the biggest mistakes you can make. Content repurposing is about respecting each platform and making the required changes to your content, not just lifting and shifting to respect the features of each platform. And this is why it's so important to get to grips with the platforms that you repurpose content to and why I always say that repurposing isn't reposting. But what's really interesting is that people find ways to get around certain platform limitations and provide more content in a space that's restricted. And the place I see this happening the most at the moment certainly is on Twitter. Now, if you're a Twitter user, you'll know that tweets are restricted to 280 characters. So you have to get creative with how you communicate your longer form messages and developing stories that just need more characters than the 280 that you are provided with in each tweet. And I totally get this because Twitter is all about being really short and clear and concise and snappy and that's what the platform's all about. But often, like I said, when you have stories that need more than those characters or you have longer form content that you are repurposing into a short format, but it just won't go into that shorter format, then what can you do? Do you just suck it up and accept that you are being forced to be short, sharp and concise for a reason? Or should you do something else? Well, something else is to create a Twitter thread. This is where you put together a series of connected tweets and publish them all together. Each tweet is still up to 280 characters long. There's no getting around that. However, the reader has the option to click a drop down like option and see more context updates or further thoughts in a chain of connected short tweets. This means instead of having just one small opportunity to communicate a message, you now have unlimited potential to expand on your posts and expand on your thoughts. And there's no limit to how many tweets you can add to your Twitter thread. 
So how do you create a thread? Well, when you've written the first tweet of your thread, just like you would write any tweet, instead of hitting the tweet button, you'll see a little plus sign right next to it. And if you hit the plus sign, then you can write another tweet and you can just keep on doing this until you have the whole thread written out. And then you select tweet all and it will tweet out the entire thread. Now, threads are really, really popular right now. I don't know about you, but every time I go on Twitter, it just seems to be thread after thread, but they've actually been around for a very long time. Before they were officially a Twitter feature, people used to indicate that their tweet was to be continued or part of a series by numbering the posts and then they would comment on their own tweets. And this was back when tweets were limited to just 180 characters. So it's really interesting to see how Twitter has responded to the changing needs of its users by not only extending the character limits, but creating a proper thread feature too. So why have they done this? Well, clearly they've seen that threads are actually successful and they're keeping people engaged on the platform. According to an experiment by Buffer, threads get 63% more impressions than a single non-thread tweet and they get 54% more engagement. So that means more eyes on your content, more comments, likes, and brilliant knock-on effects for your reach too. Now, a well-written thread is fantastic for readers. It can be entertaining, informative, and a great way to just dig deeper into a topic without having to leave the platform. But it's also great for the creator as well. It gives more of an opportunity to make an impact on your readers, get your message across, and bond with your audience. Hey, just a little break from this week's episode to let you know about becoming a content 10x insider. If you want more content repurposing tips and advice, then why not join hundreds of business owners, marketers, and content creators who get them delivered straight to their inbox once a week by subscribing to the content 10x newsletter. As well as tips and advice, you get industry updates, inspiring stories, exclusive content offers, and more. You can subscribe at content10x.com forward slash newsletter, and there's a link in the show show notes too. Okay, back to this week's episode. So if you've got a long form piece of content, such as a blog post, repurposing it into a Twitter thread can be really effective. But not all threads are great. Like all content, there's really weak threads and there's really good threads. So what makes a good thread and what are the best ways to do it. Now, as I said earlier, repurposing is not reposting. And just because you can copy your entire blog post and repurpose it to Twitter as a thread doesn't mean that you should. But this hasn't stopped people from doing it. So on a few occasions, I've seen people posting long form content directly to Twitter without making any changes at all. Now, in 2020, WordPress launched a feature to help people do exactly this. It was allowing people to automatically publish their blogs as Twitter threads with nothing left out. Words, images, the lots, all reposted as a thread. Now, this isn't best repurposing practice. And honestly, I think it's just kind of lazy. Some people don't want to read entire blog posts on Twitter. If they did, they'd probably be on your blog or another blogging site looking for blog posts. They're on Twitter. They don't want to read a blog post. So repurposing your content this way, you know, it could mean that you could lose followers rather than gain them. I'm going to share some do's and don'ts for repurposing your long form content into a Twitter thread that could work for you. 
Now, firstly, I just said it, but do not repurpose your entire piece of content into a thread. I know I'm repeating myself here, but please don't fall into this trap. I can guarantee you nobody wants to read a thousand word blog post or podcast or video transcript in 280 character chunks on Twitter. So instead, Do pull out the key points from your content and share those instead. This is easily done for any kind of content you produce. Try to communicate one clear thought or make one point per tweet. If you segment your content when you create your original content, then when repurposing, maybe you can write a tweet summarizing each segment or teasing what you cover in that segment. Now, it's up to you what approach you want to take with your thread content. Perhaps you want to use it as a taster of your podcast episode or blog post or video and get people to check out the full version. In this case, you'll want to write fascinations, which is a fancy way of saying bullet points that tease your content. Joanna Weeb described how to write these like a pro when she came on to episode 188 of the Content 10X podcast. So do check that out. It's at content10x.com forward slash 188. And that's the approach that you want to take. The other approach is to go all in with value. So instead of teasing your content with a goal to get people to your long form content elsewhere, repurpose it so that you're sharing your high value points in a short, easy to read thread. Now, this is great for those people who don't have the time or desire to listen to your podcast or read your blog or watch your video as it shows them the knowledge you have and it communicates it far quicker and in an easily digestible format for them, for them, for why they are on Twitter at this moment in time versus consuming other content, but then it gets your message in front of them. And what's so good about repurposing content into a Twitter thread is that if you want to start creating threads and you're wondering where to start, turn into content you have already put time and effort into, where you've already formulated your ideas and all of that, and then repurposing that, it saves you time. And that's what we want to do, isn't it? We love saving time. Now, my next tip is to approach your first tweet like you approach a blog post headline. The job of the first tweet in a Twitter thread is to get someone to want to read the second tweet. So peak interest at the beginning. Don't reveal everything. You have to put thought into this first tweet. And it's also a good idea to highlight that it's the start of a thread as well. So people know that this first tweet is the start of a thread and start of many more tweets to come. My next tip is don't go overboard. So while you can add as many tweets to your thread as you want, remember that people don't come onto Twitter to spend a long time consuming one piece of content. So it's unlikely that many people will scroll through a 50 plus tweet long thread. So try and keep it concise. Aim for less than 20 tweets in a thread. Remember, these are your content highlights, not the extended director's cut. And do keep each tweet shorter too. Even though you can go up to 280 characters per tweet, you shouldn't always need to do this. Shorter tweets perform better. So don't stuff each post to the brim. Think about how people skim read content on social platforms and threads should be scannable. In fact, 
I recommend varying tweet length and also consider adding in pictures and videos and of course emojis as well. And finally, do provide a good ending and a call to action. This is so crucial in any piece of content you create, but it's even more vital when the platform you're using isn't your own. So building up an audience on Twitter is brilliant, but if the site closed tomorrow or your accounts closed down, what would happen to all of your followers? So a call to action can move people from a site that isn't yours to one that is. You could ask them to check out your long form piece of content related to the Twitter thread. You could ask them to check out your related products or services or your free guide or sign up to your newsletter, whatever feels right for that thread. And if people have already committed to reading all of your thread, there's a really good chance they might want to hear more from you. So make sure that they know how to do that. And you don't always have to ask for something off the platform. It's absolutely fine if your goal is engagement too, so engagement on Twitter, but you still need to ask for it. So ask for the retweet or ask for the like or ask for people to comment and let you know their thoughts too. So really mix it up. So if you haven't created a Twitter thread before, I urge you to give it a go and see what happens. Try repurposing one piece of content using the tips in this episode and just see how your audience responds. You never know, it could be your highest performing piece of content on Twitter to date. I hope you found the tips and advice in this episode useful. I really look forward to hearing how you get on with putting them into practice. So I look forward to seeing lots more blogs and videos and podcasts turned into really fun and engaging Twitter threads. If you would like to find out more about how we can help you with your content repurposing, then do go and head over to content10x.com where you can check out our services or you can learn more about repurposing your content with our extensive library of podcast episodes and blog posts all completely free. And don't forget to grab a copy of my book as well. It's called Content 10X and it's available at content10x.com forward slash book or you'll find it on Amazon and Barnes and Noble online. So all that's left to say is thanks for listening. I will catch you in the next episode.